Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome, everybody. I have the beautiful Anna Kinkilla with me, who is a somatic business mentor, an energetic alchemist for driven, visionary women who are here to lead a movement. She supports women to heal the receiving wound with money and guides them to expand with nervous system business growth. She has over 10 years experience supporting clients to heal through nervous system in her previous career as a trauma therapist and five years of experience facilitating this transformation for powerful women on the rise. She's here today on the podcast to share her wisdom with us today about all things nervous system, the receiving womb, and how this massively affects us as entrepreneurs. So a very big, beautiful welcome, Anna. Thank you for coming Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Oh, I'm so, so looking forward to unpacking all of this because I feel like, I feel like self care, talk about the nervous system. It's really big at the moment. I feel like everybody's like talking about, you know, are you doing enough self care? Do more self care. And, you know, and I guess my first question to you is, does your work fall under that broad banner that we're hearing everybody talk about at the moment? Self care. Tell us a little bit more about what you do in your own words. Yeah, actually, it's interesting that you bring up the self-care piece because I actually don't consider my work to fall underneath that. I think about the work that I do as a way to support women to anchor into a truly generative way of receiving in their business, of really growing their business in a way that supports the life that they desire to create. I think self-care is definitely a necessity for all of us. And we want to integrate that into our lives in whatever way feels good. But it's like the nervous system is, you know, looking at how can we fully receive not only the money that we want to make, but also the life that we want to create for ourselves. You know, the core of the work that I do as a somatic business mentor is I help women to grow and scale their business from resonance inside of their bodies. I think we often have this top-down approach to business growth where we're kind of thinking about, okay, like what strategy do I need to do? Like, what do I need to do in my business in order to create the success that I want to create? And this is really about going from the bottom up and really owning the depth of our desire for what we truly want for ourselves and letting the strategy, letting the action, letting whatever we're creating emerge from our body because our body connects us to our truth. It connects us to our essence and it connects us to the rhythm and the energy and the pace of how we are most naturally are in the world. I think we tend to approach business growth from like the shoulds. This is what it needs to look like. This is what success looks like versus like, what does success feel like for me? What does that mean for me? And how do I attune to my own rhythm and my own energy and my own desire to create what success actually truly feels like for me? What embodied success feels like for me? Got it. 
So I can see that it's it's really very different to self-care, which is kind of like how do you make yourself almost feel good in the moment to a certain extent, probably not the right definition, whereas what you're talking about is almost like more functional, like the way you function and making decisions about how you're functioning, that coming from within. Yeah, exactly. So it's like really shifting your way of being inside of your business to a place that feels truly good for you. So like receiving and growing your business from a place of peace, pleasure, ease, right? Any kind of feeling states that you really want to anchor into your life and the way that you feel about your business. So do you find then that a lot of the work that you're doing is unwinding those shoulds that we have I say we as an entrepreneur myself, that we have otherwise learnt through all the programs and the courses and like is it is it an unwinding piece that we do? Yeah, that's a really great way to describe it. So our nervous system absolutely is programmed in different ways, right? And that does come from like even how we've been taught to grow our business, to how we've been taught to market, to, you know, conceptualize success. But it also gets down to the core of how we work in the world, right? We've all been conditioned to work in a certain way and to make money in a certain way. So, you know, and you definitely hear these conversations in entrepreneurial spaces, like the hustle, the grind, the like needing to like push and force and just do the thing and, you know, hustle our way to the top, right? Ever of whatever we want to receive in our business. And this is about like letting ourselves open up to receive letting ourselves lean back and just receive for more ease. It doesn't mean that we don't work hard in our business. And I think sometimes people get stuck on the, but we need to work hard. And every entrepreneur that I know like works hard in their business. And that's still part of, you know, what we need to do to grow. And it's different. It's not about it being easy. It's about it letting it be easeful, right? There's natural things that we can unlock inside of our nervous system that creates that natural ease that really comes from the essence of who you are, the essence of your being, the essence of how you are meant to make money and receive money in this world. And so each one of us are so unique in that. So the process of it is about unwinding ways that we've been programmed to work and to receive money and allowing ourselves to imprint a different way of receiving money and letting our nervous system feel safe with that. So we all kind of have a certain program we're running inside of our nervous system that's determining how we feel safe to make money right now, how we feel safe to grow our business right now. And part of what we're doing is we're unwinding that programming and actually allowing the nervous system to establish safety with something else, with something that feels true to who we want to be in the world, who we truly are in the world. So I guess the, the big thing that comes to my mind is is definitely an imprint that I think I have in my body and, and, and sort of through my probably upbringing as well as life experience is that you only receive money if you work very hard to the point of almost exhaustion. And I guess that's, for me, that's probably having seen my dad as an entrepreneur, you know, all his life and as a family, you know, my, my father was a pharmacist and had lots of pharmacies. So lots of weekends we were in the pharmacy. I was packing shelves and pricing things and, you know, having wheelchair races and, you know, having fun with my brother. But it was like to to enjoy the money, to be able to go on the holidays, we as a family all need to be working hard and respect the fact that this is how hard he is choosing to work too. And is that the sort of programming that you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really great example. And I think most of us have actually grown up 
with that to a certain extent, depending on the culture that we come from, our family background, our ancestors, we're all coming in with very specific imprints of what that looks like. And so definitely observing your dad being an entrepreneur and seeing the hard work that went into that will have affected the way that you understand what it means to make money and the way that your own nervous system is operating inside of that space. And that is definitely one way to make money, right? That's not good or bad or wrong. It's mostly just about like allowing yourself to desire something different and to allow your body to shift into feeling safety with making money that way. So I know that we tend to think about like, okay, well, if I want to receive clients more easily, if I want to make money more easily, then I can apply, you know, XYZ strategy to make that happen. And while certainly that is a part of the process, strategy is really important inside of, you know, creating those shifts in your business. What I see needing to happen first is someone's nervous system to actually feel the ease with clients, to feel the ease with money. And the structural components of that follow from that space, right? When we have a certain perspective, on what's possible for us, we create, you know, our systems and our structures from that perspective. But when we actually open our bodies to experience something different, to experience the possibility of what can be for us, and like really allow for that nervous system resonance to take place, not just from the mind of like, oh, I can receive clients with these, but like, what would it feel like to actually receive clients with these? Can you feel that in your body? That's when your whole way of being and your whole perspective on what's possible changes. And then you create the structures from that energy inside of you, right? So it's very then aligned with what feels true for you with the life that you want to live, right? It's such a different kind of approach to, you know, creating the structures and the systems that support that ease that you want to see with making money. It's so fascinating. And I guess one of the reasons I wanted to to bring you on to talk about this is one of the big, honest, open conversations that I have with so many of my clients in that raw and real beautiful way is I'm working so hard. This doesn't feel great. I feel like I'm sacrificing so much and I don't know if this is worth it anymore. And, you know, it, the, the theoretical strategy is there and it feels theoretical and the big goals are there and they feel theoretical and and the thought of of moving towards them or the steps they need to take to to execute the way they feel like they need to execute it's like it's like you know everybody listening can't see me right now but it's like this resistance is there and it's like i i want it and i'm being pulled to it but i'm also being pushed back from it because of the further sacrifices that I believe it's going to have on my life, my family. So it's that whole questioning, is it worth it? I love what you're saying and what I'm hearing is it's that you can you can get the result that you desire and you get to choose the path in a different way. You choose your path based on you. Yeah. And, you know, just to kind of like mirror some of what you're sharing here, I hear that a lot too. You know, it's like, is the trade-off worth it? And women often feel like I have to trade something off in order to have the success that I want inside of my business. And I don't think that that's true. I think we go about growing our business often from this very disconnected space within us because that's what we've been taught to do. So as a society, we actually like live from the chest on up and 
you know, we look at another entrepreneur and try to apply, you know, what this other entrepreneur is doing with strategy. And we're looking, always looking, looking, looking for the solution. And really the solution is truly sourced from within you. What's going to work for your life, for, or for your energy is sourced from within your own desire and your own body. And so it's like, once we unlock what that truly is and let your nervous system lead the way, that's when the actual embodied solutions come forward. And it's not that this person's strategy is wrong or their approach is wrong. It's just that it often needs to be adapted to you and who you are and what you desire. This is the huge gap that I see in the entrepreneurship space is, you know, we can have all the strategy and all of the things in place, but we don't know actually how to embody it and how to like truly integrate it into who we are inside of our business and what we desire inside of our life. So that's really like the place where it gets to click in with nervous system work. As you were just talking, I was just feeling like what came through to me was social media. And it's one of the big things, I guess, that I find myself talking to to friends, to business colleagues and to clients about is the should, the shoulds that we all place on ourselves based on what, how we feel like we're being told we need to show up on social media. You know, I guess there are all these external influences like that, which come into play, which is it fair to say confuse us? Yes. <laughs> there are so many rules and shoulds for business, like, and some of them completely conflict with one another, right? Like someone's going to say post every single day. The other person is like, you need to do this and that and that. So there's so many rules and shoulds. And of course, you know, there's oftentimes like when you talk about marketing, there's some data to support. Well, if you do this, or if you do that, that's going to yield you the results. And it's not that we need to discredit that. But at the end of the day, the things that I have found to be most impactful for my business are the things that have felt good for me to do in my business, the things that have been most easeful for me to do in my business. So I don't go on like the trends of what, you know, every business coach is highlighting. You need to do reels. You need to do that, that, I'm actually tuning into like, is this fun for me? Does this feel good for me to do in my business? This has come naturally in so many ways. And of course, there is a place where we need to push our edges and step into discomfort with trying new things. But I'm actually tuning into my body and noticing like, does this excite me on some level? Am I feeling an appropriate growth edge with this where I'm like, Ooh, I want to try this out. I want to see what this feels like. Can I play with this? And so I think the more that we can integrate like play and pleasure and just following what feels good in business, the more easeful it's going to be. And the more you're going to see success with whatever you're trying. For me, like personally, I don't do reels. I don't do a bunch of things that typical business coaches would tell me to do, but I experience incredible growth because I'm truly light, lit up to create on my Instagram account in the way that I want to create. And I have seen how much that has impacted clients flowing to me, clients resonating with how I show up in the world. You know, separate from the rules and the shoulds, I want to invite everyone to just ask yourself, like, what actually feels good about what I do? What feels good for me to create? What do I have fun with? And do more of that. And I guess we can apply that then to every single part of our business. So certainly one of the first conversations that I have with clients when I start working with them on a like an ongoing private coaching container is that conversation around 
what do you need as a leader to thrive? And what does support truly look like for you, both functionally, like what are the things and the tasks we need somebody to do, but also how do you want them to interact with you or not interact with you? To that, What's going to make you feel safe? What's going to make you feel as in control as what you need to feel? You know, and sort of really exploring that. And it's looking in the mirror, it's peeling back some layers, and it's like there's a large element of of going beyond that surface level. I'm a control freak. Well, okay, let's park that for a moment and actually talk about, well, what are you actually worried about here? And what past experience have you had that's led you to hold on really tight and now labor yourself as that? So I, so I love that, like, you know, I guess we can all look at every single element of our business and think, well, does that excite me? What would feel exciting? And, and start there. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I think you're doing a beautiful job of highlighting like what's underneath the layer of that and looking at how do I create safety for myself and my business and what's going to truly support me with that. Because that's going to be so individual for each and every person based on our experiences and what we really need. So 100%. I wonder if we all need to shift away from actually the search for the formula or the search for the blueprint or the search for the you know, replicating the the method of the person we in theory idolize and actually work out how to tune back into, well, that's great. What elements do I need to to choose from that? And what do I need to and you know more focus on what do I need to change to make it feel for me as good as it can? Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, I honestly don't think formulas really ever work for anyone. I'm sure some people have had some success with them, but ultimately entrepreneurship is about paving your own pathway. And there's really no secret. It's about a journey that you have within yourself to know what works for you. Like the mentors that you hire, you know, the strategies that you receive, those are all different ways of you taking a shortcut, right? And seeing how did, how does this person do the thing, but then asking yourself the deeper question of how do I now integrate this with myself, my life, my own energy, and what's going to work for my business in a way that feels good for me, any strategy, any like quote unquote formula that you receive is actually meant to be tweaked and integrated into your being and your way of doing and what excites you. So I think the best mentors are ones who teach you how to ask those questions inside of yourself and guide you to truly integrate it into your own business, your own energy versus like saying, this is how I did it. And now you do the same thing too. The magic is in the integration and the embodiment of that for you. Love that. Gosh. So for everybody listening, are there some signs they can look for? You know, this this resistance, I guess, is one that I've talked about. But what else do you see? Like, what are some external symptoms that 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 you see people coming to, which might indicate, okay, you've got a receiving wound, or you know, your nervous system needs a little bit of love? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest signs are, you know, this just isn't feeling good for me. Like. I'm feeling, you know, fear, anxiety, just waking up in the middle of the night, right? Like just this kind of sense of like, this doesn't feel right. Feeling like you are struggling against the current, like this is just so hard and having that questioning of like, am I really meant to be doing this? Um, I think that 
our work in the world is actually meant to feel super joyful and pleasurable. And it's not that we're not going to have hard moments and challenges in our leadership. That is a hundred percent going to happen. But overall, just having the sense of like, I feel satisfied. I feel peaceful. I feel happy with my work. I feel energized when I go into work and I'm able to engage with the rest of my life in a really beautiful way. Right. And so if that's not what you're feeling, there's, you know, something that wants to be shifted and explored inside of your nervous system to help you align with what would actually be fully resonant for you. I think in terms of the receiving wound in and of itself, we all have a receiving wound. You know, no one is exempt from it. And it's because we're human beings and we have different barriers to feeling safe to receive from peace, from pleasure, from true connection. We all have it. It's just to what degree is it impacting us? I see the receiving wound with money. You know, if we're specifically just talking about business and how we receive, I see this receiving wound with money just going hand in hand with nervous system business growth. Like the way that we shift your nervous system response is through healing and expanding your receiving paradigm with money. They walk hand in hand right? The receiving wound pieces, the parts of us that we need to heal in order to shift how we receive. And then the nervous system business growth is about how do we integrate that into steps and actions inside of our business to allow ourselves to truly lead from that place inside of us, that nervous system body-based place and create our systems and structures to reflect that inner knowing within us to where our body is leading us. You've touched on the receiving wound with money, but I guess I'm feeling like the receiving wound also really would come to the fore from a business perspective in just the ability to receive support. Oh yeah, 100%. This applies for your work very much, right? And I actually do see this a lot with scaling entrepreneurs. There's a lot of resistance with just getting support and you know, allowing themselves to be held in their business and a lot of contraction about hiring team members. I see it, you know, with my individual clients, with, you know, the folks that I coach. And I think women on the whole do have a ton of, you know, receiving wounds as it relates to just letting support in because we've typically on a very general scale been conditioned to be able to do it all by ourselves. And like, we're mothers, we're, you know, wives, we manage the business, we manage the household. It's so conditioned into our nervous system and taking care of everything that we're like, no, we can do it ourselves. Like, this is fine. And just because you can do it doesn't mean that you should do it. There's a process of really being able to feel safe in our bodies to be held and supported in that way. And even though you know, logically we can access like, oh, it's a good thing to be supported. Our bodies might be communicating something completely different just because of the ways that we've been conditioned into not feeling safe to receive the, that support. And so really letting the body experience safety with support can really shift like someone's willingness to be like, yes, like this can feel good for me. This can actually completely change the course of my business. And I can, you know, allow myself to, to let the support in. And also the, the stories or the, the stuff that goes on in relation to power. How do I let you support me and still get what I need and still be the boss? And what do I define as the boss and all this sort of stuff I feel like gets really confusing as well. Oh man. Yeah. 
there, I mean, I think women also have a very complex relationship with power. Definitely a lot of power dynamic pieces can come up inside of that space. But for sure, there's like a development of what does it mean for me to be a leader of a team inhabiting that space in a very effective way, but also in a very embodied way for me. And I think, you know, some women will kind of shy from taking on that power role, quote unquote, and some women will feel like very ignited to do that. But, you know, both types, quote unquote, of women would want to work with like, what does it mean for me to hold power and to do it in a way that supports not only myself, but the people who are on my team for us to, you know, experience a supportive environment with one another. Love that. Anna, would you share a little bit about your business? Because you've you've faced some of these challenges yourself, haven't you, within your own business and you've had to do the work on yourself. So so share with us a little bit about, you know, your business, what your challenges were and the work you did and, and what popped out the other side. Yeah. So the challenges in my business. So my business right now, we're in this beautiful space of you know, scaling to seven figures, which has just been incredible. And we experienced huge quantum growth in the past year. The biggest challenge for me when I started my business, I started my business about five years ago. And it took me like three years to really start generating money. It was such a struggle. And, you know, this is where a lot of the receiving components with money have really come through my business is, you know, my story has been you know, I did all the strategies. I hired all the coaches. I like did money mindset work. I really trusted and believed in myself and I invested over and over again. And it felt like such hard work to move the needle forward at all. And because I even then was working with women through their bodies, um, something just started to click for me where I was like, okay, so I'm helping women do this work in their own bodies. And I'm not actually applying this to myself in my own business and with money in and of itself. And that's when something clicked into place. And I started to do my own work with it. And truly, it just like completely transformed the trajectory of my business very quickly when I started working with my nervous system. And it just reminded me of like how easy it is for us to, you know, embody something in one area of our life. Like I was doing the healing work with women, but was not making the connection of like, oh, how is this translating in money and business? The challenges that I had early on was just like, it was so hard to make money. It was hard to do this. And I think through the process of me actually leading myself through the challenges and like allowing myself to trust myself no matter what, even though I wasn't seeing like the evidence that, you know, all of the investments, all the things that I'd done was like, quote unquote, paying off, it really built up my leadership and capacity. It did something powerful in my nervous system that allowed me to welcome in that quantum growth because it's been a lot more easeful to be able to hold the huge amounts of growth and the ways that I've even like hired my team very quickly to support the expansion that were developed in those early years of my business. So I think now in terms of challenges and what I'm facing, I think the biggest thing is honestly honoring my current capacity to expand more and also honor myself more in the process. And so I've noticed, and I teach this, right? Like we all have a nervous system capacity. And it's like when we reach that upper limit of our capacity, 
and like shift outside of our quote unquote window of tolerance, the more that we go outside of that window of tolerance, the more we step into burnout. The process of scaling, I think, is essentially of like, where are my upper limits and how do I expand my capacity to receive more money while still being in connection with my body, my sense of ease, peace, and desire for how I want to live my life, right? That I'm not putting my life on the sidelines while I'm expanding at this rapid rate. I've really been hitting those like upper limits and then, you know, having conversations with my body of like, okay, like what needs to shift here in my own receiving paradigm with money, with how I think I need to do things or how, you know, I'm conditioned into, you know, structuring this business that I haven't quite accessed yet that will allow me to fully honor my body and myself and also create space for the growth that I want to see because both are possible. And so I'm doing that nervous system work with myself every day of like, okay, like if my body were to feel ease with, you know, these hundred K months, like, what would that look like? What would that feel like? How would my team, what would my team need to do? And like really making those adjustments to let that receiving paradigm begin to land, hitting those upper limits and then like backing down and being like, recalibrate what needs to happen here, communicating with team, all of the support systems. And then like being like, okay, like this feels better. Right. I love that. Thank you so much for that beautiful share. Thank you. First of all, for sharing that, you know, for the first, it took like three years to start making money because I don't think, I don't think we hear that enough. So thanks for that you know, openness as well. And then, you know, sharing that it still feels uncomfortable for you. So as somebody who, who teaches this and has so much wisdom about it, you're still playing, I guess, yourself with all these different bits in our, in your business. And, and I guess what I've also just taken from that is it's the work probably doesn't stop. Like what, what felt good to this point, like everything in our business, what got us here won't necessarily get us there. Like, what do we need to look at now? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that that's especially true for scaling. And, you know, I think if you're not feeling some kind of struggle within that space, that's a normal thing. Like, what's going to work with you at one level of growth is not going to work for you at another level of growth. So there's a constant calibration and acknowledgement of limits that show up inside of the space. So I find like the shifts in the nervous system actually become more and more important, the more money you welcome into your business, because who you are being at this like higher income of receiving is just going to look so different and feel so different than, you know, at 20 or 30 K months or 50 K months or whatever it is. So yeah, it's a constant calibration. And there's a constant growth edge that I think all of us as leaders have to meet and, and navigate through. Love that. Thank you so much. Gosh, you've shared so much amazing stuff. And I'm sure that everyone's listening is leaning in thinking, where can I hear some more from you? You know, how can they learn from you? How can they come into your world? The best way to connect with me is on Instagram. I hang out there a lot. You can find me at I am Anna Kinkella. I also have my own podcast called Magic Weaver, which is on iTunes. You can search for it. And I'd love for you to say hi. If you heard about me on the podcast, just come say hi. If you visit my website, there's a freebie meditation that you can access to tune into. And so lots of beautiful opportunities and avenues to connect and get to know me a little bit better. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. It has been beautiful having you here. Thank you so much for having me. 